Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, essay for a podcast. Or essay for a David K. Montoya podcast. The game plan, yeah. The show. Look it up. That's actually amazing. Hey, see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Sunday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. Alright kids, I'm going to jump right off the gun. We're just going to hit this. I know, Sadie knows, we sound different. Um, just for the simple fact that I, I'm being lazy. I don't want to go through and spend an hour to set up our, our you know, our well, it wasn't, it, No, it's not fair to yourself. You just got through cleaning the house and your back hurts. Be real. Come on. I mean, seriously, you spent the hour and a half that Lacey and I were gone to the gym. Right. You spent cleaning up the house, which was a real nice husbandly thing to do. In the process, you wrenched your back, and God himself wouldn't feel like setting up microphones right now with with your back out. You've had back problems now for the last three months, at least, that I know of. And that's just the current situation. You have chronic back issues, so, you know, you're not being lazy. You just, why put yourself through pain? Just so we'll sound terrific, because we sound terrific anyway. I was going to say, we can make this sound really good anyway. Yeah, so, but it's not, you're not being lazy. So what we're doing is we're using the USB mics. Yeah, and so if it sounds different, you go, oh, it sounds different. Get over it. We'll 
back to normal next week. Yeah, turn it up. Yeah, we're out. We're off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, don't turn no, it off. No, I didn't mean that. Um, it's too late. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you guys. Yeah. You know. I'm taking my ball. Go home. Yeah. Um, so how was your week? How was my week? It's hard to believe it was just a week ago that, was, that we were podcasting because it seems like yesterday. Um, I guess my week was pretty non then. Oh, well, there was that whole thing about the pharmacy. Yes. You know, because I get my drugs from the pharmacy that may have gone, was still thinking about going on strike. Right. You know, that was a really messed up thing, too, because I guess the, the pharmacist uh, union, uh, three years ago, they had, they were talking about their um, retirement funds, and the powers of E said, well, you know, live with it. For now and, and and we'll address it later and get back and they never did of course <laughs> gee wonder why so the pharmacist said fuck that we want to have this we want our retirement back so that's what this whole potential strike thing was about um and it was so clever our our daily paper here in in our area is oh leaves so much to be desired <clears throat> where can i start let's see okay the headline read uh, the pharmacist, I won't go into who. Uh-huh. Pharmacist may go on strike Monday. May. Well, no, that wasn't the issue. It was Monday's paper. Oh, <laughs> well, shit. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you think we could have maybe found out before we put that in? I don't know. Oh, Sunday, I think, would yeah. be appropriate uh-huh. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, um,. So, but they had already contacted us by voicemail, by email. Uh, we got all our drugs. I'm drugged up. I'm ready to roll. Uh, ready to, you know, everything was cool. And then they're, they've got a two week, uh, postponement, uh, time when they're gonna revisit the contract and, you know, they'll probably, right. And everything else because, you know, they can't put 1400, um, pharmacists out of work. Right. I mean, they can, but they'll have, you know, multiply that by the however many thousands of, of clients that they serve, and you're going to have a bunch of angry people on your yeah. hands. Speaking you know. of contracts and unions and whatnot, uh-huh. remind me to tell you after work. There's uh, okay. something new, personally. This oh. is this is not for, you know, podcasting. Okay. This is just okay. personal something. Okay. Then I want to pass along to you. Okay. And that made me think of it. Okay, yeah, because I have shitty memory. But anyhow, let's see. Other than that, uh, so we got that all straight now. That, right. that took up three or four days of our of our time. Um, and they were they were they bent over backwards to be as uh, helpful as possible and get things done as quickly as possible and all that. But, so they were they were good. Uh, let's see. What was the rest of my week like? I don't want to get into the whole cranberry juice thing. Suffice it to say, ocean spray's on my shit list. We'll get a good, we can deal with that one later. Maybe if I get a response from my email that I sent to them today. Okay. Yeah, yeah we can talk then, about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, other than that, you know, it's, you know, just been kind of recovering from the, the fishing trip. You know, shit, at our age, you go away for three days, it takes you a week and a half to recover. Right. What can I say? Because we we're, we we take everything with us, 
I mean, we're going to, we went to cabins that have everything already. Everything. Linens. Bed linens or beds made. Um, bath linens. Bath products. Shampoo and shit. Right. A hair dryer. The kitchen's full of shit, okay? Plates, forks, knives, spoons, pans. Everything. The refrigerator's got ice cubes in it. I still take a van full of shit. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. It's just me. So then it takes, you know, forever to... Plus, we have to take all kind of clothes, because we didn't know if it was going to be hot or cold. Right. As it turned out, uh, those of you who watched or listened to last episode episode uh, and saw the picture will know that, yes, indeed, it snowed. Um, so we were, like, extra cold. Good thing we took cold weather clothes. It's breezy now. It's breezy now. It's supposed to rain again. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's like... Get it out of your system. Because, you know, as long as it's right now, like, it's cool, okay? So we're in the 60s right now. So as long as it's cool, I don't mind it. When we get into the hundreds and it rains, it sucks. Right. You know? Because it gets humid. Everybody, in, everybody that lives in, in that part of the world where it rains at 100 degrees Fahrenheit, okay, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's ugly. It's just fucking ugly. Yeah. God's got a real sick sense of humor, what can I tell you? So, you know, right now I don't mind it so much. It's, you know, I made some pea soup last night. I'm set. <laughs> pea soup and it's going to rain. All right. Um, you know, other than that, oh, my oldest granddaughter graduated college a year early, by the way. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in journalism. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she also has a job. She has a job to go to. It's like, uh, I think it's one step up from intern. She already interned a lot when she was in school. Uh-huh. Um, and she, so I think she's actually going to a paying job. It's not, you know, high up. And as I, near as I could ex- understand from what my son explained to me, it's um, for a, a company that writes informational pamphlets and whatnot for military. Oh, okay. You know, like, I don't know how to clean your gun or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um, she'll, she'll do well. She's, you know, that's her thing. Now, is that, that's David's daughter. That's my older son's oldest daughter. Gotcha. Yeah. She's going to turn 21 this week. That's awesome. 21 with a bachelor's? Yeah. Yeah. And she did it three years instead of four. Wish I had my head on screwed like that when I was 21. She's a smart little cookie. When I was 21, I was like, pass the weed and beer, please. Yeah, yeah, pretty much me too. Well, when I was 21, I was like, why can't I get pregnant? I want to get pregnant. I was. I was going through this that whole thing then. Because I got fucking married when I was 18. 19. 19, you know. I was 18. So it's like, oh, yes, let's get pregnant. That's smart. <laughs> and we've got a pot to piss in. Your husband's still in college. Let's get pregnant. You know, but you know how it is when you're a kid. You know, you think, oh, yeah, well, we'll manage somehow. Love will out and all that shit. You know, uh, I do. Thank God that I didn't get pregnant until I was like 24. <laughs> Good thing. These really? Were the baby by then. Lacey was- yeah, I had, I had this thing. I, can't, I couldn't get pregnant. Did I ever tell you about that? That's the Ooh. weirdest fucking story. Have we got time to do a weird story right now? It's yeah. our show. We can do whatever we well, want. Well, I know, but I mean, I don't want to fall off the planned grid or Well, whatever. technically, we haven't even started yet. So oh, technically, it's right. So, bite me. 
Um, no, when... We're feisty today. Right. When I, uh, when we wanted to get pregnant, this was with my first husband. Right. Um, you know, nothing was happening. And, and so we each went to the doc, and the doc said to him, you're okay, and to me, you're okay. And we said, well, <laughs> what, what the fuck? You know, he said, you're trying too hard. And we go, well, I don't know, every night, is that too hard? <laughs> and he goes, no, 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 you got to chill. You get, he says, getting pregnant is like a mental thing, you know. You, you don't just say, I'm going to get... I said, what about all the people that, you know, get caught in the in the back of this Chevy, you know? And, right. And, you know, they, they don't even, you know, he takes it out beforehand and everything, you know, and they still wind up getting pregnant. And the guy says, eh, that happens to some people, but not to you. Let's go on a vacation, get drunk get pregnant. <laughs> so we thought about that. We tried that. It didn't work. Uh, <clears throat> nothing worked. So um, finally I went to this other doc, you know, and I told him, I, I can't get pregnant. I want to get pregnant. He's, so he, he gave me this powder and he said, you put it in water in solution and then you douche with it. Uh-huh. You douche, you know, understand yeah, yeah. The, the principle of douche. Don't Google it. Um, and so I did. And I got pregnant that month. Just like that, I got pregnant. And I said, damn, that's some nice stuff. You know, I like that. And he goes, see, I told you, you know, and everything. So I had a kid. Okay. That was the one whose daughter just graduated college. So uh, two and a half or two years later, we said, want to get pregnant. I didn't have the same doctor this time. I had a different doc. Okay. So I go to him, and I said, um, no, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. It was the same doc. Okay. I said, well, I get pregnant again. He said, okay. He said, I said, you know that stuff you gave me? And he goes, yeah. I said, can you give me some more? Because I've been trying for six months already and haven't got pregnant. So he said, yeah. He said, but they don't have it in the dry stuff anymore. It's foam now. So you just like screw it up in there and hope right. for the best, you know, poke it in and everything. And like that, I got pregnant again. I'm like, yeah, I like this shit. This is great stuff. So when Bob, who was guest on our pod show right. a, a few, few weeks back, few weeks back when he, after he was born, um, I wanted to go, well, I didn't want to go on the pill. I had been on the pill. A little, and I didn't really want to do that. And if you know anything about using diaphragms, you know they suck with a big S. And so um, I went to my new doc. This was a new OBGYN. And I said, I got two boys. <laughs> I'm smart enough. I'm not going to try for a girl. Let's, you know. But I, I said, I don't want to do a surgical intervention or anything like that. Um, but you know, and I don't want to go on the pill, but I need some sort of contraceptive. Right. And so he said, uh, you don't want to use diaphragm, you don't want surgery, and you don't want the pill. And I go, no. And he says, okay. He says, well, here. He says, try this. He says, it's a, a, a foam product, and it's a, you know, to prevent pregnancy. And I looked at it, and I said, no. I says, you don't understand. I don't want to have another child. I want a pregnancy preventative. Right. He says, I told you, that's what this is. And I said, no, <laughs> no, it isn't. I said, on me, 
I get pregnant with that stuff. And he says, oh, come on. I said, look, I've used it twice. Once in powder form and once in foam form. I got pregnant each time. And before each time, I hadn't been able to get pregnant. Right. And he says, are you serious? I, I wouldn't lie about this, okay? I don't want to get pregnant again. Do not give me that stuff as a preventative. So he gets out his PDR and he's looking through. And he finds this this stuff. And it said somewhere in the text, it said, ineffective in 25% of users. Really? And I said, aren't you glad that I knew the name of that stuff? I would own your MD degree. Yeah. Because, dude, I would have got pregnant on it. And we'd have been naming the baby after you. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, he was really, really glad. I forget what we did come up with something else but it was not that particular product so there you go i forget why why did we get on pregnancy and kids and having them and i don't know it's I just forgot. it's just well, one anyway, of our yeah <clears throat> so anyhow um that's why i was 24 when i got pregnant that's where we got it because i was it was 24 before we figured out how to get pregnant lacy and i were just talking not too long ago if our first baby had lived this year she would have turned 19 that make you feel old. That does. Tell me about it. Like I said, you know, my granddaughter's 21 this week. And I have in the, in the bedroom, our bedroom, uh -huh. on my side of the room, that is to say the wall that is on the side of the bed that I'm on, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I have three pictures hanging there. I have one uh, picture of my eldest granddaughter. That was taken, excuse me, when she graduated high school. It's one of my favorite pictures of her. She's so photogenic. Oh my God. Um, and she's pretty too, but I mean, she is real photogenic. Camera loves her. Uh, and then on the other side, I have a picture of her sister, who's also a beautiful girl. I was blessed with beautiful granddaughters. I couldn't have girls, but my son came through gangbusters. So that was good. Um, and then in the middle, I have the a baby picture of the eldest granddaughter. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was one of those early ones, you know, where they prop them up on their little hands and shit. And it yeah. makes them look like they're real older, but they're not. You know, yeah. She's like two weeks old or some shit. And it, it's such a, and I, every night when I go to bed, I see those pictures. And in the morning when I wake up, I see them. And it's such a cool thing because they're just like constantly with me. They don't even know this, I'm sure. Uh, but they're very much with me. So, yeah, she's going to be 21, and our youngest granddaughter just turned sweet 16. The one on that we share, birthday. yeah, we share birthdays. Yeah, and so they're all getting grown up pretty soon. My poor kid's going to have to face the empty nest syndrome. Ah, he'll get over it. Speaking of age, and it was funny because there's a new monitor tech over at where I work at the hospital. We're just talking about ages. And she had said something just kind of left field, and I was like, what? And I said, how old do you think I am? And she goes, oh, you're probably about 28 or 29. <laughs> I said, I'm almost 40. Yeah. And she looked yeah. at me, and she goes, you're really almost 40. I said, I was born in 1977. You do the math. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I get. I used to get that a lot. I still do. When When people who don't really know me, 
you know, when they hear how old I am, usually it's me telling them because I'm proud of it. You know? Right. Uh, and then they go, geez, you don't really look like you're almost 74 years old. I go, thank you. It's that, it's that bottle of red dye that does it <laughs> my hair. But, um, yeah, no, I get, I get told, I get told that a lot. The, the last time I had my tits smashed, the tech said, Oh, you have such a beautiful complexion for, for somebody your age. You don't look that old. I go, really? I have a beautiful complexion? Okay. Thank you. I, I said it was because we do that whole body vibration thing at the gym. It makes my, my circulation work really good or some bullshit. There you go. But anyway. So that's how my week was. How was yours? Um. Besides wrecking your back. Yeah, I, I'm actually for the listener. I'm sitting here on the couch. I have a, a pillow behind me, and then I have my hands and fist kind of propped up. Fold up that other little pillow and stuff it in there. Maybe that'd be comfortable. Actually, right now I'm okay. Are you? Yeah. It just looks funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I do this week? Uh, I I did some writing. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm working on a new screenplay that I'm right. going to be animating. Um, right. we talked about you're gonna have a cameo. Yeah. I plan on all the Jason Modcasters having at least one cameo. Yeah. Um. But now this is gonna be drawn. Drawn. Yeah. Okay. So animated. Not actually. Yeah, that's what that means. I guess I feel like you're gonna actually see me. No, it'll it'll be moving, but it's yeah. drawn. Yeah. Right. Um. What do you think of the idea that I suggested? me and my mouth going because that's what well, you what is i kind of adapted it in my my imagination adapted yeah. what you had said to yeah. the story wise and I, I actually have an idea for oh, you good good okay yeah, um, it's got my mouth going that's typically me it's you know it, it's really hard for you you know because when ernie comes home we're both tired you know, right he's worked his his shift but it's also late at night he doesn't get home till almost 11 30 at night and then we eat, or he eats, depending on whether I'm hungry or not. And then um, he plays on his computer a little bit. I play on my computer a little bit and we go to bed. Right. In the morning, it's all focused on breakfast and getting my lunch ready and getting him ready for work, and off he goes. So he and I don't have a whole lot of talk time. Right. You know, and then I'm, like, alone throughout the day because there's nobody there but me. I don't even have a dog to talk to anymore. So... You, you poor thing, when I come over here on Monday night, Sunday night, whatever night you claim this is, um, you, you get your ear talked off sometimes. Oh, not at all. I've always enjoyed it. Good thing. I mean, technic <laughs> technically, even though our show hasn't hit 52 episodes, we've yeah. technically been podcasting for over a year. Yeah. 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 I know. And I, I've always, I enjoy it. I, I do. do. I always have to enjoy it. Um, one thing that I'm Seriously, while you, you be, you know, we've mentioned this before, you know, you and Lacey go into the gym mm -hmm. and I was cleaning and I, I, now originally, and I don't think I've actually ever talked about this on the podcast. So this is going to be something new, folks. Um, a few months ago, I was cleaning the house and I was sweeping and I was just picked up momentum and I was just sweeping fast and I was trying to, you know, rush to get done with things. Yeah. And, it was no more of me really being in a hurry other than I just wanted to finish. Yeah. 
And that's where I kinked my back. That's where you hurt your back the first time. The first time. Yeah. yeah. And I tried to deal with it. I tried to deal with it. I went to the doctor. He's a fucking moron. Yes, I know. Um, and he took x-rays of it. And I waited for those results for a week. Yeah. Okay. I called. And he had them. And he had them. He had, he just not bothered to let you know. And, yeah. and I was like, okay, well, what does it say? And he said, you know, there, there were some, some things that I, shit, I can't remember now. But the main thing is, is he said that I had moderate degenerative disc disease. And I'm like, well, isn't that something that I should fucking know? Since I came in for back pain? Well, you know me. I'm not big on taking medicine. I'm not even big on taking ibuprofen for the pain. Yeah. But this is the third time that I've kinked my back since then. And the IV, I took an ibuprofen right before we started, and it's not doing shit. Yeah. So as much as I don't like the idea, because I, for some reason, well, there's no some reason about it. I know why I'm afraid of the idea of taking medicine and becoming addicted. That just scares the shit out of me. Well, as long as you only take it as prescribed, you'll be okay. Right. Yeah. If you get stupid and try start trying to play doctor for yourself, that you know, but you 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 won't do that because you're aware of the the pitfalls. Right. You know, my doctor told me the same because I told him I said I'm I'm. Afraid I'll get hooked on because I'm on Norco, right? For chronic pain. And I told him one time, I said I'm worried I'll get addicted to it. And he says it's an it's a very addictive drug. But he said, let me ask you a question: When you take the 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 pill, are you in pain? And I go, well, yeah, that's why I take it. Yeah. And he goes, and how many pills do you take? And I said one. And he said, and how often do you take it? And I said, well. Every four hours or more, if I can wait, you know. Right. And he said, and when you take it, does the pain go away? And I said, yeah. He said, then what are you worried about? That's the way it works. <laughs> That's what the med is about. Right. You, you take it when you hurt. You only take one. And you don't take it again until it's time to. And it relieves your pain. And if not, I do know I can take a second one. I have had to right after surgery and stuff like that. I've had to take a second one right. from time to time. But that's that's it. And he loves that I keep track of my pills. You know, I do, I have a little piece of note paper that goes everywhere. Yes. And every time I take a pill, I write down the time that it is because I forget. You know, and I'll and I'll go. Ow, I ache. Oh, gee, it must be pill time. Mm, better look at the note and see. You know, and then I go, no. Just an hour ago, okay, you may hurt, but you don't hurt that bad. Right. Get over it. Think about something else until time for pill. And as long as you know that about yourself, you know that about the med, you know potential pitfalls. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything stupid. But as I'm sitting here right now, okay, where my hands are placed, they're like towards the lower mid part of my back. That's where it hurts. It shoots all the way down to my coccyx. If you don't want to know what the coccyx is, Google it. And then from there, it shoots all the way down the back of my leg, down to my left ankle, around my left ankle, goes down around my heel, and goes into the arch of my foot. Well, I do know that, remember I sent you that one uh, website that I had? Yes, I still I have it on my favorites. For that uh, 
diagnosis the doc gave you, and, and one of the things that it said was that a lot of sitting, and it didn't say so, but I know from my own experience that improper sitting, right? You know, slumped and humped and whatnot, um, contributes to it. Uh, in this case, you weren't sitting; you were standing; you were working. Uh, and so on, but the condition itself is already in existence, right? And so the fact that you happen to be sweeping, you may you may have turned the wrong way, zig when you should have zagged, or something like that, and then out hit a nerve. And you know those nerves when you hit a nerve, it's like when you hit your crazy bone. Yeah, that aches for a while afterwards. You know, it doesn't go away right right away. It's not like somebody slapping you and then you. You know, you go, well, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, it hurts for a while. After. What's your safe word? What's your safe word? Yeah, really. So if, it, if it's something that you, where you tweak your nerve, maybe it's letting you know, don't do that again, because that sucks and hurts. Maybe uh, not. I don't know. Have you done like mommy told you to and gone to another doctor yet? No. They're waiting for the insurance to carry over. Ah, they who? The new uh, doctor? Doctor, yeah. Doctor, the new doctor. Yeah. What, is, what, what do you mean they're waiting for the new insurance? Because is, he... Is there an insurance ferry that's going to carry it from one to the other or what? Um, hold on, folks. Okay, okay we're, we're back, back, kids. It's, that was some secret stuff you cannot hear. Yeah, that was about my insurance, and I, I. And you don't need to know. No, not not for the world to hear. Yeah. So other than so that. So other than that, we're hanging in there. Yes. Well, fortunately, nothing on me hurts real bad right now. My ass is a little sore now that I think about it, but I'll get over it. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, better, better. 
Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. All right, since we're half an hour into the show, we get together each and every week. <laughs> that's why I asked, was it okay to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine, because we really don't have a lot of headline news stuff okay. tonight. Each and every week, we get together, and we find out what you, the listeners, have to say about us, the podcasters. That's how it works. In the email, brown bag special. What do we got this week, Sadie? Well, first, we have um, an email from uh, Todd Smith. And it doesn't say where he's from. Not that I can tell. It's an actual email. Oh, as opposed to what? As to them going to the website and typing it in. Oh, 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 I see what you mean. Okay, well, anyway, it's from Todd Smith. I loved your last episode, and I couldn't stop laughing at the possible shows uh, for Chloe and Courtney. The one Sadie said inspired me to do this. Chloe and Courtney takes on Compton. Yes. And we have we have the picture. Yes, I'm gonna put it up on the site. He sent us fan art, you said <laughs> in your email to me when you forwarded this to me. And it is cute. It's uh it's it's cute. It's <clears throat> what it is uh, what it is is that um it's the same pose that they do that um, Chloe and Courtney and Chewbacca and, and whoever else is in the picture standing behind the Hamptons and it says Chloe and Courtney take on the Hamptons or some shit like that. Well, he photoshopped them out and he put them in like a street thug Compton type area and he wrote up at the top, he wrote, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Chloe and Courtney yeah, take on the Compton. Compton. It was it was cute. I liked <laughs> it. it. Was cute. Okay, thank you, Todd. Yes, for, thank you so for much. Your interest and for your contribution to the show. Everybody will get to see your, along with hearing your email, they'll get to see your picture. So, uh, and then the next one is from Amber Hauser. You may remember Amber from last, last episode, episode yes. when we uh, read an email from her. Dear Dave and Sadie, OMG, we were so excited to hear you read and talk about our email on air. That was very fun. 
Here is mom's must listen to list. Do you, do you want me to read all this stuff or shall I just read the episode? You want uh, me to read just the, the episodes. Okay, yeah, because she has a little blurb there with each one of them. So, and, and it could take forever that way because there are quite a few. Okay, what, what we input, right, what we think, episode number one, celebrity entitlement, where we talk about whether or not celebrities should be able to get away with some of the shit they do. Right, that was a good episode. Okay. Was that number one? Uh, she says it's number one, but I don't think so. Maybe they're number one. Maybe. Um, because let's see what else is in there. Oh, special guest Alan Russo. Okay, that was number that one. That was number one. Okay, what we think, number seven, North by Northwest. <laughs> and for 99 cents only. And that was where we talked about the, the West family and their yeah. odd child's name, or their child's odd name. Yes. And, and then I was bitching about the 99 cent stores. Charging yes. Okay. Uh, what, the, it was 99.99 cents. Yes, yes right. I remember but that. But it brings up as a dollar. Uh, what we think, number 11, why so serious? Uh, that was the one where we read about Aaron and Queens. Oh, okay. The first email, the very first email we got from him. I believe so, because okay. we got choked up uh, about the email. Um, and then uh, we tried to get back on track by doing the saying goodbye and Okay. Okay, then what we think special, Dave's intervention, mm-hmm. which we didn't really start out for it to be an intervention. No, it just kind of turned that way. Turned into that. And it's really changed my life, for the record. Really? And I think I'm a totally different person from that point. Honestly? I think so. Cool. You don't think so? No, I mean, as, I, as, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it that way, because that makes you think I don't think so. Um, but you're inside your skin. I'm not. Right. And, and I haven't I haven't seen you doing the compulsive thing as much. Okay. And you have backed off a whole lot from a lot of the things you were doing with the podcast and a lot of things you've backed way off of that. So from from the outside looking in, it looks like you have but you're the one who knows how you feel inside. I'm I'm only taking on what I know I can I if it's fun um, I'll do it. If it's like a compulsion, which I've learned that feeling, I, I never right. really recognized it until right. not too long ago. There's a compulsion too. I've yeah. got to do it. Yeah. I have to do Somebody's it. Somebody's watching and they'll know yeah. and like that. Yeah. If I notice it's a compulsion, I'll just walk away from it. Good. 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 Well, then you are changed. Okay. Then, uh, what we think, number 27, Sadie's audition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, let's see. That was a cute episode. Rant, Sadie visits the topic of customer service. Uh, we talk about a, um, the animated movie and so on. What we think, number 33, good and bad movies. We were in a conversation about that and our various picks that we had. Hmm. I really um, don't remember that one. Well, I remember, I sort of do and then I sort of don't. Uh, it says that I picked Fast and Furious 6 uh, with Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, and Dwayne Johnson. And you picked God bless America with people none of us know. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, then what we think, number 34, about the Church of Jesus. And anybody that's listened to that. That, knows, that was a fun episode. Yes. She says, all we can say is holy crap. <laughs> Literally. Uh, and then what we think, number 41, uh, SFFWC, that's semi-famous fucks who, who croaked. croaked. Uh, and then 
a newly added one to her list. Oh, she just put one on there? Uh-huh. Okay. It's what we think, number 44, it's Miller time. And that's the one where my son, youngest son, Bob Miller, joined us for um, our podcast. He guest podcast with us, and we talked about Miley Cyrus's dog dying and a bunch of shit like that. So that's from Amber Hauser, Charlotte, North Carolina. And, of course, her mom, I'm sure, participated in that, too. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Amber and Mom, because I've, I've been trying to sit and think of something special for uh, for episode 52. And I think what I'm going to do for episode 52 is I'm going to give Sadie and us a break. That's that's our reward for going a whole year without missing one single week. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through and I'm going to listen to every one of those, every single podcast on that list I'm going to go through and listen to. Oh, my goodness. And... I should be done by the time we hit episode 52. It's We still have a few weeks away. Okay. Okay. Eight weeks. I have eight weeks. Okay. And then I'm going to pick the best pieces out of each one. I'm going to put them all into episode 52. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And that's what we'll do for our special 52nd episode, which everybody will kind of get, like, if, if they're brand new listeners... That's the episode that you're going to want to listen to because that's going to catch you up in one, you know, one to two hours. That's going to catch you up on everything. That's Plus, it's going to give us a week off where we can just put our feet up and, and relax. Call it the Hauser Special <laughs> for Amber Hauser, although her mom's name may not be Hauser. So, and we'd want mom to be included. Amber and mom's special. There you go, or something like that. Well, even if we don't call it that, Amber, you know we're thinking of you. So, yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Good idea. Okay, it's time for the SWS. SWWFC. Yeah. Semi. Oh, no, SFFWC. Semi famous fucks who have croaked. And we've got one serious semi famous fuck, which I don't even know if they would go semi famous. It, it might be quasi famous for this one. It could be. What do you got this week? Uh, we have Miss Beasley. Not from the TV show. No. No. Miss Beasley uh, is a purebred, or was, a purebred Scottish Terrier, female, born October 28, 2004. Died May 17, 2014, at the age of nine, in Texas. Uh, Miss Beasley was uh, the Scottish Terrier belonging to former U.S. President George W. Bush and former U.S. First. I've never, ever heard a past president referred to as former. No. They, they never do that. No, they don't. They don't even say past president. They just say president. But this article says former. They want to specify he's yeah, gone. Like I wouldn't know that. Anybody doesn't know W's not around anymore? Hello. Anyway, uh, and his wife, lovely lady Laura Bush. Okay. Uh, Miss Beasley's father, a Scottish terrier named Clinton. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if his first name was Bill. Was born, uh, she was born November 7th, 2000. That says here, October 28th, 2004. 
Oh, no, her father was born in 2000, in November. Uh, he was the half-brother of the Bush's first Scottish Terrier, Barney. Isn't this, doesn't this just grab the shit out of you? Miss hmm. Beasley's mother, Black Watch, which is the name of a plaid, I know that, Scottish Terrier, Scottish plaid, yeah, gotcha. bolts and clans and all that shit. Black Watch is actually uh, real dark blue with, with dark green. Okay. Um, almost emer- what they would call an emerald green um, in it. It's real pretty. Um, anyhow, her mother's name was Black Watch Elizabeth. I presume they called her Lizzie, but I don't know. Uh, she was bred by a dog breeder. Well, of course. Oh, no. Named <laughs> Patricia Gilmore in Livingston, New Jersey. Um, she also bred Miss Beasley um, later to some other dog. So she takes her over and lets her you know, play and then they have babies. Um, and then she came to the White House as a 10-week-old puppy. Um, and then, let's see what happened. Um, they knew, they named her after a character from Oliver Butterworth's 1956 children's book, The Enormous Egg, which I presume features somebody named Mrs. Miss Beasley. Not having read. Or from the 1980s DuckTale cartoons. Or could be. Named Mrs. Beasley. Miss Beasley and the Bush's first Scottish Terrier, Barney, became well-known U.S. presidential pets. I love you. In, you oh, please. Not that Barney. No. <laughs> in 2005, Miss Beasley and Barney were featured in the White House Christmas video of Very Beasley Christmas for her first holiday in the White House. Oh, jeez. No wonder that administration fucked up everything. I'm glad we just didn't get blown up. That's what I'm glad. Miss Beasley continued to live in Texas with the former presidential family, former again, until her death in May due to a, quote, battle with lymphoma. They had to um, put her down because she was battling cancer. And if you've ever done that with a pet, you understand uh, the significance of having to go through such a thing. That, that's that's hard. I don't care who you are. That's, I, that's hard. I, I can only imagine how the press conference went. He walks, I know, I he know. walks up there. Mr. Mr. President, Mr. President, yeah. what happened? What do you know? Well, we had to put my dog down. I, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I think it has something directly to do with Al-Qaeda. <laughs> and... and We'll find out. We'll bring these people to justice because, you know, Al-Qaeda has something to do with the dog. And and if if you spell Al-Qaeda backwards and take out a few letters, it spells dog. So it makes complete sense. <laughs> it does for anyway. Thank you. God bless America. <laughs> yeah. So that's our yeah. semi sim no, that's our quasi semi famous. That's a, yeah, USFFWC. <laughs> yeah, okay, so anyhow, that, we, there have been other notable individuals who have passed, but we thought, I thought this would be kind of fun. For yeah, that was. Because we don't, we don't want to get into a, a thing about dead people, but. No. There you go. So, so anyhow, we, that's our, we say goodbye to Mrs. Beasley. Mrs. Miss Beasley. Miss Beasley. Miss, Miss, I don't know. They had her bred, but I guess without the benefit of uh, marital uh, 
umbrella there because um, she's still called Miss Beasley. So she was a slut terrier that, that <laughs> a freshman owned. All right, kids, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. This is what we call the headline news. Wait, no, back up. Hit rewind. I'm jumping too fast. Okay. Sorry, kids. It's the pain. I'm going to blame it on the pain. My I brain's not that's working. That's a good idea. Each and every week, we get to find out what uh, what famous fuck yes. does something good. Right. Every time we always get in the right. news, we find out they did something stupid, like Justin Bieber, Lindsay Lohan. Well, there's, the list goes, the list on, and goes on. on and on. But once in a while, somebody does something good. Right. And we call that the helping hand. Right. This week, it is the entire cast of the Avengers. Oh, the the, the actual ones? Yes, well, from, from the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I figured it was the well, actors. No, 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 because there's a there's an Avenger cartoon as well. I bring this to you. What? Those guys are not real. Oh, I know. Okay. I thought you, because there's an Avengers movie. And there's an Avengers cartoon, oh, oh, which are oh, two separate actors. I gotcha. okay. So that's why I was clarifying. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so the movie actors. Yes. Yeah. So what's going on here, kids, is there is a gentleman by the name of Strat. Um, yes. S-T-R-A-T. Yes, and unfortunately, he is losing his battle with cancer. He, his doctors only gives him just moments to live. He could literally go at any moment. It's just really bad. But he's a quite possibly yes. But he's a huge comic book fan, and for his birthday, he wanted to go see Captain America, but he was just too sick, too weak to get out of bed to go see Captain America. So his one of his kids got online and started this Twitter thing saying, send Marvel to send my father a copy of Captain America 2 before he dies. That's all he wants. Okay? Well, it, it just went viral. Everybody went nuts. And they're like, you know, nowadays, they, nowadays, check this out. And I know this from talking from different, cartoon people that I've worked in negotiation with, they can send you a movie, right? Mm-hmm. On your on your tab right mm-hmm. now, you can watch a movie on your tab. You can play it twice mm-hmm. and it instantly disappears. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So they don't even have to send this poor guy a DVD. They can send it to his email. Yeah, yeah. And he can just watch it and that's yeah. it, you know, and, yeah. and live, you know, for the rest of, you know, his time. So it, it blew up, and it's the hashtag is Cap for Strat, and it went all around Twitter. Well, not only was it that, you know, just random people were picking up on it, of course, our good people, I'm going to turn the computer around so you can see this. I see it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Hemingsworth. Um, Thor and Iron Man. Yes, and now irrespectively, on account yes. of you named them backwards, so to speak. Well, the, left to right's Thor, and then the funny thing is, is look at their signs. Iron Man, 
that they, hashtag thing. And Thor they thought it would be funny to yeah cute. so those those are the two first two that jumped on Aren't board you surprised i knew that was thor i no well see, it would have either been him or the butter guy i mean you know they look a lot alike and then i can't believe it's not yeah fabio him and then the next one popped up was uh captain america for strat yeah at marvel hashtag captain strat and then Banner Hulk for Strat. And same hashtag, same address. And then Hawkeye. They all these guys did this on Twitter. Yes. Okay. See, that's the other part of how Twitter works that you haven't explained to me yet, but you will one day. Yeah, not now though. It's too much. It takes too much. Hold on. Let me see. What? Is... I don't know what that is. That's a hat. Well, that's uh, Samuel L. Jackson, but oh. the photo didn't load. Well, the photo didn't load. But it was, he's holding the sign that says sign. Fury, Nick Fury for a strap. Oh, okay. Cool. And then cool. Agent Agent Carlson, who uh, is a, a member, uh, he does it now. And then well, all these, yeah, just it kept too. going and going. Yeah. And these are all part of the Avengers movie. Very cool. Very cool. So it is a movement as of right now, as I checked. This morning on this, Marvel has not sent the movie Hasn't to the guy. Hasn't done it yet, huh? So. Well. But. Hey, can we contribute to the to this Twitter thing? Can you say Jaiselman for Cap Strat or whatever the fuck you're supposed to say? Sure, I'll even go a step further. Okay. I'll pay the 20 bucks for him to go see it. If it's his last. If it's his last but wish, he can't go anywhere. He needs to have it come to him. I'll pay them their twenty buck fee for downloading. Yeah, that would be good. Well, I'm pretty sure somebody's already volunteered to pay their twenty. I don't think it's the money. Does Does Marvel know? Have they? You know, how could they not? <clears throat> have they Have they not been made aware? Oh, they know. They're well. They're They're negotiating the terms of whether or not. They're if they send it, could it be intercepted? Because right now it's still in the movie theaters. That's the big, oh, that's the, the hoop, big hoopla. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want somebody to get it that couldn't, that shouldn't. So hopefully uh, they, they come there, to it. There must be some way. There must be. They come to a, a decision. Their, couldn't they, couldn't they, couldn't they, where's this guy live? Doesn't say. Couldn't they take a DVD to his house? They could. They could, absolutely. I mean, just go there and go here. Then that way they don't have to worry about getting intercepted. Or well, okay, like here's the reality of it. If you go online, you're going to find a bootleg. Well, yeah, but those come out of what? East Buck, Korea. Or right. Or place like that. You want a nice, he wants, he deserves to see a nice, clean, actual. Right. But that, and that's uh, what I was getting is he's not wanting just to see the movie. He wants to experience the movie. If he just wanted to see the movie, he could get a bootleg. Yeah. You know, yeah. for free. Yeah. With not even. I think somebody ought to, unless he lives in East Judas, Ohio or somewhere inaccessible, I think they ought to take it to his house. Marvel's owned by Disney. You know, Disney has the money to. They're everywhere. So, yeah. Even if he They're did. Everywhere. Even if he did live, leave out, uh. Yeah. Even yeah. if he did live a long way off, they could still manage it. I would think. And. So. I don't know. But I think we should urge them to get on the stick. I agree. I mean, time is not you, on their side. You know, 
I don't like to name drop, but I actually know an executive at Marvel. Well, then why don't you get on the something with him and say, look, this is getting embarrassing now. Okay, how long has it been since he put the request in? It's been about a week from what That's I understand. embarrassing. Okay, anything other than about 24 hours is embarrassing. If he if they're if they're gonna do something, get on it and do it. I totally agree. And there's I can't think of a good reason for them not to. And he is. I'm pretty sure they can't either. That's probably why they're not acknowledging the whole thing. And he's a high enough executive where his title starts with chief. Ah, well then let's so. let's get in touch with chief and and tell him we're all looking. Yeah, we're all and I'll attention. I'll drop him an email. Yeah. And yeah. if I if, if I get an email back, when, we'll let you know about it. Especially if it's a bad email back. Oh, I'll oh, definitely yeah. read. Oh yeah, and if we don't hear, you'll know too. Any way you look at it, you're going to hear about it. Right. So anyway, for this week, that is the helping hand. That's the almost helping hand. The wants to be helping hand. The actors are all wanting to help. Right. It's Marvel that's dragging their ass. Yes. So. Fine. Okay. Um, let's see. All right, kids, we're going to, we're just going to dive in. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to do a few more minutes of this because it's starting to intensify. So the pain. Yeah. So yeah. we're, we're just, we're going to jump well, in. Go and go as far as you can go and then would it help if you sat on the rocking chair maybe instead of the couch? Do you think maybe that might be more? Well, it's weird because my pain, the main pain, yeah. is it's it's high up here. It's yeah. like high mid, yeah. and like I said, in the arch of my foot, yeah. that yeah. is the two most painful I know, but spots. The, the couch itself isn't supportive. Very. I mean, it's kind of slouchy. Maybe if you were sitting in a chair that was more supportive, you might feel better. Well, we're we're almost anything. we're almost to the finish line. Okay. Hang in there, guys. Well, actually, they don't have to. You do. Hang in there. All right, kids. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. This is what we call, and I'm for sure this time, <laughs> the headline news. Yeah. Okay. Do you? What do you know about Jay Z? Jay Z. Jay Z. Jay Z is Beyonce's significant person. Yes. That I know, and he's a rapper. Yes. Um, he's African American. Yes. He's not ugly. I'm going to use your yeah, go ahead. tablet. You want the mouse too? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, he's, let me think. Is is he a father of a child of hers? Yes. That would be just guessing. Blue. Oh. Now see, now you don't like North, but you go with Blue. Now what that? what's that about? What's Blue? What's, what's it's, Jay-Z's last name, real name? I don't remember. Well, but it's blue something. It's actually really pretty. It's not moon or anything, is it? Blue moon. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> blue cow. Blue moon. Um. What is it? I don't know. Google it. But it's it. It was actually a really. Uh, Beyonce is his wife and okay. the mother of, okay. of his child. Well, I didn't know if they were married or not. That's why I threw that out. So. These days, hardly anybody. Is. Real shit. <laughs> Let's see. But see, I knew that. That's not so bad. I know some stuff. Let's see, kids. 
know, he's Googling something so we can find out. Are you Googling his last name? I don't know what he's doing. God love this because I hit Jay-Z. Yeah. And it went Jay-Zoman. Oh. Jay-Zomodcast. <laughs> That's because I've been on there with it, I guess. Okay, so what happens is, is um, Jay-Z, his wife, um, yeah. and his wife's sister, they're all coming down in the elevator. They're going to go to this party. Okay. For some reason, the sister... Just goes batshit fucking crazy. It starts beating on him. On Jay? On Jay-Z. Why? It just so happens, for shits and giggles, it was caught on camera. Huh? Okay, I'm looking at TMZ right now, our friends at TMZ. They're coming out of the elevator. They're coming into the elevator. into the elevator. Oh. Oh, wait. He must have said something to her. Because they were facing each other, and then all of a sudden, and he, he like had her hand. He must have said something to her. I don't think that necessarily looks like all of a sudden out of nowhere. Can you can you back this video up? I don't see a thing to back it up with. Oh, here we go. No. What what are you? What's in go. question? There we go. I'm back it up to where they get in the elevator. Okay. Uh-huh. Now watch. Okay. See him? Are you watching him? Yeah. Did you see that? Okay, let me back it up again. Now watch him. Hang on. Hang on. Let me get my little mouse thing. Come on. Get up here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're watching watch again. Okay. That's Beyonce that walks in first. Yeah. Then the sister. sister. And then Jay Z. And she She instantly went up right up to his face. Oh, that's true. But you know, we don't know what went on before they got in the elevator. I think they brought that into the elevator with them. Whatever it was. But the whole thing is, is that she just went. She did seem to go off on him a little bit there. And, you know, a a little bit of word to the wise, Jay-Z. I think you should get a better bodyguard. And you know how, you know how famous people take a separate airplane to go places? Yes. Like the Prez and his wife, you know, they go to different airplanes in case something happens to one of them? Yes. Maybe he needs to take a different elevator. I agree. You know? I mean, I would if I was him. I'd be like, no. and man, she's really pissed because all this time, and he, this guy, whoever he is, is he the bodyguard? The the this guy? Uh huh. Yeah, that's the bodyguard. He's got a hold of her, and she is not letting up. And he's struggling. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. New bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, we'll put that's this on the site so you folks can enjoy it. Oh, then he let go. Oh, she must have promised to be good. Because he let go of her. And watch what happens. And she's mouth, she's, she, she's mouthing. Mouthing off to Jay-Z again. Well, who's, who's this one in here? There's a third person in there. They got this TMZ shit covering up the picture, so it's real hard to see all that. It's very clear. It's not very clear, I mean. She's still going off on him. Oh, 
She wants to get over there. She wants to get in his face and hurt him. And we still don't know why, as to why. They, they didn't say. Solange is her name. Yes. It's an interesting name. She's uh, the less famous sister. Actually, Beyonce, when you think about it, is kind of an interesting name, too. True. I don't know if it means anything or not. Yeah, she's still going off on it. Talking to him. All right, let's go ahead and jump subjects. Okay, I think he should ride in another elevator. But yeah, I just found that's, it interesting because he I did. Think. She just started um, beating the crap out of him. Oh, very nice. So, um, where do I want to start? Let's just, let's go Kanye. What did Kim Kardashian, or what did Kanye get Kim Kardashian for Mother's Day? Buy her? Oh, for Mother's Day? Yeah. What did the creative genius get? Probably got her a a Jesus pendant or something. He bought her. I don't. Now, mind you, this guy's fucking rich. Oh, he's got a few dollars, yes. So, what's the best way to say, you're my baby mama, and I love you, because you popped out my, my demon spawn, because I'm a creative genius? Maybe what he should just say is, uh, that was nice of you to be the mother of my child, instead of, you're my baby mama. But, I mean, I, I get that's how he wants to talk, so... I don't know. What because he's a creative thing. genius. That's why, folks. Yeah. Right, yeah. Is that what he got her? Let me see. Just Now, don't tell me what that is. Okay. It looks like a wall of carnations. Yes. It, is it really? Yes. It is. A big square wall of carnations. Uh, they might be pastel pink and white. That's it? That's it. No ribbon? No. 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 That's, that's the creative genius right there. Uh, what does it signify? Up against a brick wall? No, no, they're carnation wall. Let's see. Uh, how big is it? This is doesn't give us perspective here, but it looks no. like it could be something like about five by six. Yeah, it's pretty large. That is. Um, that, do we get any more information with it? That's it. That's it. We get no clues. No. Well, she 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 uh, Instagram this. Look what my honey gave me for Mother's Day. Yeah. Is it from him or the kid supposed to be? From him. Um, well, maybe he, maybe, devil's advocate here, maybe he's trying to give her flowers and wants to do something different. Because people give flowers on Mother's Day. Right. My son, Bob, gave me flowers for Mother's Day. My son, Dave, gave me a card for Panera, which is almost as good as flowers because it's bread. <laughs> he knows I love bread. Um, so. Maybe that was his way of giving flowers differently. Because, like, the flowers Bob gave me came, you know, boxed, and then I put them in a, they came with a vase, you know, and you got a little thing, and they're very pretty. I think I put them on Facebook so my friends could see. So maybe this is his idea of giving her flowers for Mother's Day? That's the, that's, that's the, that's the creative genius interpretation of getting flowers from Mother's Day. Yeah, I know. You keep saying that because you know that's what he thinks he is. He's yes. A creative genius. Speaking of creative geniuses, 
Miley Cyrus. He is genius in getting out of doing things normally. He is genius at that. I'll give him that. Miley Cyrus, speaking of geniuses. Yes. We've <laughs> yeah. got one Miley story. And depending on, well, we'll just go with it because I, I'm, I'm about 30 seconds from losing my temper. Yeah, I know. I know. That's a little noisy in here. But that's okay. The, if we had our better microphones, they wouldn't be picking up. The no, noise, we could just cut it out. We don't. So, so don't worry about it. Miley, you hear noise in the background. Don't worry about it. Miley went, and she's you know she's still in the process of grieving her dog, right? Still, yeah. Oh, good. So what, asked it for Christ's sake. It's what did she do? Months. What did she do to to get past the grieving of her dog? She decided that she is going to do a concert in a gay bar. Okay, that's cool. I can live with that. But in the midst of her concert, she decides that she pulls out a a blow-up doll. And yes, kids, I've got pictures. <laughs> and she starts giving oral to a blow-up doll on stage. In a gay bar. In a gay bar. Well. And the men are like, well, that doesn't really work for me. Is it a, is it a boy doll or a girl doll? It's a boy. See, she's... There's the... Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> she, uh... Doing the thing with that, the, the... The guys didn't have... And the guys were like, uh, that don't really work for me. for me. Sorry. Maybe in a straight bar? I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, and it was... Was it a gay guys bar? Or so a then gay they, and lesbian bar? Yeah, or? it was a gay and lesbian bar. Okay. So they decided, well, let's try something better. Bigger is better. <laughs> You're supposed to be better. So, Jesus, how so then, and like oh, a God. a six foot penis six comes foot penis. comes out on stage, and she's like, ah. Now how come? How come? You know the the uh, what's that song? Wrecking ball. Uh huh. How come she didn't? She couldn't do a wrecking penis song or something and ride that thing. Now that would have been even better than trying to give it oral sex. Yes. I mean, you can't. She can't even. She can't even lick around it, let alone get the whole thing in her mouth. It's bigger than her head. But uh, literally, <laughs> that was, did you that catch was that good, very yes. subtle joke there, folks? you got to listen to that one. Um, no, but I mean, seriously, she should have been, she should have been riding it. You know, <clears throat> she could even have had like a, a harness or something and ride it out, you know, like a, like, like fake ponies that the kids have to ride, you know. She could have been, she could have done a lot better. She's not very imaginative. And she, I could have had more and according to stage did. manager, she got way too close for the audience. Too close to what? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> what, she's letting him pet her pussy. Is that it? Yes. Oh. That's I mean, for that's, real or just through the clothes? Well, I'm sure that's just through the. I'm not so sure. I suppose. Uh, do they even do that in in? Uh, no, that's illegal. Well, that's what I was. That's where I was going. Is do, are they even allowed to? But, because that's considered a sex act, and it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody did that to her and she didn't want them to, that would have been considered sexual assault, right? Yes, but I mean, it's not. It's not sexual penetration, right? It's. But she's got a big old smile on her face, so. Yeah, I 
can't. I don't think she would have said. Yes. I didn't want them to do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can. You can see she's got a, a smile. She's enjoying what she's it's doing. It's hard to know where this child's head is. I mean, where she thinks she's going with all this. Is she is she on drugs? I mean, does she? Oh, do I'm drugs? sure she is. I'm sure she is. Because you know that's the kind of thing that that druggies do. You know, they get out there and they go, and then later they go, "Do you, do you know what you did?" And they go, "I didn't fucking do that." You know, but yeah, you did. We have it on camera. It's not a really good show. I taped it and Ernie watched it too. It was uh, I forget what show, what channel it was on. Uh, I think it was on Turner, and it was about Paul Williams. Okay. And I think it's called Paul Williams. Yes, he's still around, or something like that. And it was it 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 was done currently with flashbacks, video flashbacks to his early years, and all the different songs he wrote and and the impact they had on on the country, the world, uh, and his drug years and his alcohol years and you know all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that that uh, uh, he indirectly points out is that uh, you, you get on, you get into that groove, and you'll do anything. Right. You'll do anything to anybody. You know. And he he himself now looks back on some of the TV shows that he did with Johnny Carson and uh, Merv Griffin and people like that. Uh huh. When he was so stoned out of his gourd that he. At one point, he in the uh, in one of the shows, he takes off his glasses and he he says to the interviewer who's making the movie, he says, "Look at the eyes," and you know his eyes are just like they're dilated so much they look like horror monster black eyes, right. you know. I mean, uh, so maybe 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 we can blame it on that. Maybe <laughs> she's just so much drugged up that she doesn't even realize what she's doing. But when you think one of her people would say, "Hey, Miley, yeah, back up a little bit, honey. They're getting a little too close there." I don't know. I, right. I gave up many years ago. I gave up trying to figure out what young people are doing these days because it's their road to hoe. Okay, and if she's if she's going to do this for herself, she's the one that's going to have to live with it later on. You know, when she's my age, she's going to look back on shit and go, "What the." fuck was I thinking? Yeah. You know? I mean, we all do that. So maybe, hopefully she'll live to be my age and be able to look back on her life and wonder what the hell she was thinking. Well, we're going to do this here. Okay. It is a little, it's just a real quick video. Okay. But it's just her in her concert. Oh, the same one? Mm -hmm. The Pussy Petting concert? Yes. So let's see. Oh, there's TMZ again. Oh, that's the elevator. No, it's not playing. Of course it's not playing. Oh, of course not. We want it to. Alright, let's try this. Okay. <laughs> she cracks me up. There it is. It was taken with the camera phone, so the quality sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah. she was having a full-on conversation with uh, her blow-up doll. Or it sounded like with the audience about her blow-up doll. Yes. She's trying to tend to have it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know as, as you can blame it on anything. I just, you know, it, it, get, it gets back to one of Amber's mother's favorite shows. The first one with Alan. Celebrity entitlement. When, when we were talking about celebrity entitlement. And at what point do they even consider drawing a line? You know, not, and this is definitely not to say all celebrities, not even the majority of celebrities, but the the notable few, and unfortunately they are notable because it sells. Right. That's what sells, and, and, and the, the business they're in is one of selling whatever the hell image people will buy, okay? And And sadly, there are an awful lot of, quote, entertainers, unquote, who, for whom, that is their main goal, is to be as, as noticed as possible. We've talked before about right, no at such any thing cost. as bad publis- publicity. Any publicity is good publicity. Even if it's saying bad stuff about you, it's still talking about you. Right. Getting you out there in front of people's names. Getting you to buy the magazines with the pictures in it. Getting you to go to the movies or buy the CDs or the DVDs or whatever else they're selling. You know. Right. So that they can make money, buy more drugs, uh, and, you know, perpetuate this myth that they've created about themselves or allowed someone to create about them. You know, I, 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 I don't know that Miley's dad, I know I've heard that he's just so proud of her. I've heard Ellen say she's just the smartest woman in show business today. Right. I really don't see it. Now, that's just me looking from way out here in Hicksville, okay, looking in at it. I don't see that it's the smartest move for her to make. Uh, you know, like I said, when she's my age, she's going to say, I really stood up in front of all those people and let them pet my pussy. What the fuck was I thinking? You know? Maybe she won't. Maybe she'll sit there and with a slug of uh, scotch in one hand and a, and something that's lit that you can inhale off in the other hand. And I remember one time I was up in front of a million people and let them pat my pussy. That was the best thing I ever did. Maybe that will happen. I don't know. Well, we'll it wouldn't to... work for me. I, I just, you know. It just wouldn't. I, even if I look like she does, and I don't. I don't look anything like she. Well, I have short hair. That's where the similarities end. I mean, well, I'm female, and then that's where the similarities end. And so, you know, there are lots of things that I have said in the past. If I looked that good, I'd do it too. You know, and a lot of it would include flaunting my body to a degree. Right. That's a degree beyond which I wouldn't particularly want to go. And that's not to say she shouldn't. It's just to say I wouldn't go there and I'm not too sure it was smart for her to go there. Time will tell. Time will tell. I totally agree. Speaking of time, we should be out of it on account of your back is killing me, I can tell. You're being very sweet and polite about the whole thing, but you're in pain and I know it. So... Well, we're over an hour, so we we, we got... can always call it quits at this point. Okay, I think we should. Um, 
you're brave for having done the, the show in the first place. When we first started, I said, you sure you want to do this? And you go, yeah, I can, I can do it. But now it's time to call it quits for the night. Yeah, I'm going to stretch out and call it a night. I think so. I think so. All right, kids. Well, for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am Miss Sadie Burbank. And you heard, well, actually, we did pretty good. Like I said, we went over an hour. I think we're like an hour and ten minutes, so. We have at least one listener that would be happy about that. I forgot his name, but he wanted us to go longer. Yes. So we do it for you, whatever your name was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. So you heard what we think, and now you know. <laughs> good night. Good night, everybody. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Don't make it up. Let's actually make something. Hey, see, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.